Welcome to Ziggy Gets It Wrong, a Quantum Leap podcast. I'm your host, Brian Levy. That's your host, Evan the Mayor. Hey. And that's your host, Casey the Casem. Howdy. I'm surprised you remember how to do the intro. It's been a while. It's been a while. Well, you know. Since we did, what? We did one like two or three weeks ago. We got a bunch of the bank. Yeah. Uh, just, well, never mind. We're, we're, I'm not going to speak out of time like Quantum Leap, but we just posted a brand new to you episode of Quantum Leap on this day and time. Hope you enjoy it. Uh, it was, uh, Sam Saul's racism. I believe it was the Jesse Tyler mm-hmm. episode. Uh, <laughs> tie into this discussion because he leaps into the, a rerun for the third time. That same rerun. That's the fun part about this show is that, you know, it's, it was a, uh, broadcast network show, a network broadcast show at a time where there were reruns. They didn't go in like fall hiatus. But man, did they ever really rerun the same rerun well, several times? They were proud of that episode. I mean, yeah. He uh, but, I mean, but it's but it but can you also interpret that to mean that Sam had to do the same thing over like three times like Groundhog's Day? I, I, I think that's the meta discussion that we ought to have is like how many times did he do the same leap? Well There are occasions where Sam leaps back places. Uh, oh right, Ooh. yeah. We had this discussion. Uh but he's he's done Miss Daisy uh three times. Yeah. He's done what price Gloria at least twice. Does do you think uh <laughs> every time Al has to yell at that old that old lady? Yeah. <laughs> God damn it. He's like, We've done this before. Yeah. Remember the last time I fucking yelled at you in this car? And she's like a husband, you don't have to care. The first episode uh, for this week's iteration of gets it wrong. The date is November 6, 1962. The title is what? The Americans or the, the Americans. All-Americans? All-Americans. It's the worst episode of this show I've seen to date. I have a lot of notes. It I is probably... boring as fuck. No, but see, I, there's a lot of weird things that went on, and I have more notes on this episode than possibly any other episode. I love the boomer take on Latino culture in this film. <laughs> well, so... There's as... a lot of, ay, mijo... <laughs> As always, you got to look at the context, and I, and I'm I didn't look up like the release date or when the movie La Bamba came out. Sure, but well, I'm they going... play La Bamba more than eight times in this episode. <laughs> uh, one of the, this was one of those episodes where watching on Hulu really bugged me because mm. I was sure seventy five percent of the time, whenever it was not La Bamba, it was like stock music that mm-hmm. they had edited in. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, God, I, I just want to know. Bunch like, of sound alikes. Yeah, you know. So if you buy it on DVD, is it different? Like, does the DVD have the original uh, music? I can't say that it doesn't, but I do know that when they first came, like when I was buying, like, you know, when you were buying DVDs and shit in 2007 or whatever, mm. like uh, when people, you know, when DVDs were hot, um, and I was buying them, there were a lot of complaints that it wasn't the, you know, this was not a uh, Shout Factory release. They did not bother to go, you know, Rhino or whatever. They did not bother to go looking for the rights to all the music in Quantum Leap. Because that's people's biggest complaint about Scrubs. Um, Any online uh, form of it, apparently, the music is different and I'm see people on the internet. The complain. biggest complaint uh, or example of that I can think of is when I got the DVD version of The State from MTV, and since they had all the rights to all the hit music uh, at the time in the 1990s, like all the music was replaced with soundalikes, and it, it absolutely destroys. Well, the same show. with Beavis and Butthead. I'd like yeah. to watch, you know, the Beavis and Butthead talking to mu- uh, talking to music videos, but you can't. And real quick, Casey, before I let this go too far, the biggest complaint about Scrubs is Zach Braff. So mm-hmm. okay, <laughs> there is that. Um, uh, but no, it's so uh, Chappelle show. Another good example. Mm. Um, I used to 
don't think I have it on DVD anymore, but like 90% of the musical acts were cut from sure. the DVD release. So but you, except for like most deaf. But Scrubs SNL does on. still have all that Colin Haig stuff, right? Uh, Men at Work. I don't you know. I can't get to sleep. Whatever. It doesn't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I actually like Scrubs. That's a good show. Uh, it was a good show. A- anyway, back to the show, the reason that we're here. Al is wearing a pleated gray ensemble with a very loud paisley shirt. He says, that move was like a $10 whore. Not much to look at, but got the job done. Yeah, it's the <laughs> 80s, man. <laughs> Woo! Uh, should, should, no, it was 62. <laughs> real, uh, right. Real quick, though, let's run down what this episode is about. Sam leaps into a... A uh, young Latino, a Latino uh, football, football player, uh, and he has to save him and his friend from like throwing the big game. Whoa! Wow! High stakes. Because uh, okay, first of all, his friend, whatever his name is, uh, uh, his mother is what four months older than him. I couldn't tell if it was the mother or the sister or what. That was weird. It was the mother, uh, and the father was old. So, well, it's not. It's the father of Sam. Yeah. So Sam leaps into this kid, and the kid lives with his dad. And next door is his best friend. And the best friend lives with his mom. His dad has a crush on his best friend's mom. Right. But never says anything to the entire episode. Until it's time at to get very, married. At the very end when it's like, hey, the, how about we get married? Right. Okay. The I'm other, in love with you. The other kid's mom owes like this coyote $800 no, or it's not something. a coyote. He's a slumlord. <laughs> He's a slumlord. Okay, it's 1962, and three months of rent is $800? What the fuck? That's, what, that's two, a lot of money. 250 bucks a month. That's a lot of money for 1962. But also, it's 1962. Is $800 really that hard to come up with? I think it probably would. If you're an illegal been. immigrant, yes. Yeah, if you're oh, a, right, she was illegal, right? A Latino yeah. taco peddler or, or sweatshop worker or whatever she was. So there were a couple things that, so there were a couple <laughs> things that were invented this episode. I guess first amongst them is the migrant caravan. Uh-huh. Uh, secondly, I guess is... Yeah, Al is a pedophile? You've always, Al has always had a thing for teenage girls. Like, he's a fair like for five minutes of the episode. I, I, like, he, when Sam leaps into the boy, he's in the locker room. I'm or not, he's on the field, and Al's like, "Yeah, I was in the locker room looking at the cheerleaders." But it's 1962 teenagers, and they're like 40 year old. Like you know, mm-hmm. they wear 40 like underpants every, or like bad period day 40 year olds. Every new episode of to, every new to me episode of this show that I watch, everything that comes out of Al, I'm like, he's a fucking ra- like he's a pervert rapist. Like he Yeah. Every single thing he says has something to do with a reference to titties or women's bu- you know, it's grapefruits a- having <laughs> sex. Yeah, he's like t- talking about titties as grapefruits. It, it, it's and they're interesting. 16, and they're all 16. Yeah. There is no way that, uh, you know, this show was takes place in the 80s. Uh, it, it, it's, I mean, it was made in the 80s, takes place in the, ni- in the late 90s. So they missed it. There is no way that uh, Admiral Al Calavici was uh, getting out of tailhook. And he certainly wasn't okay. making it out of the uh, hashtag MeToo era alive. But, but there's another... Uh... Uh, another reference to 16-year-old males being virgins and what a joke that is. Yeah. He's oh, like, there Al- were at least three girls in the orphanage. Are you kidding me, Sam? Yeah. You Al think is- I waited till I was 16 to lose my virginity? What are you, a fucking idiot? Meanwhile, I'm sitting there going, yeah, 16 seems about right. What are you, a loser? That's that's when it happened for Brian Levy. Jesus you know? Christ. Anyway, um, just, just reiterating my, my point that uh, the Quantum Leap universe as a show is cruel to adolescent boys. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They're like, they're the reason. Quantum Leap is the reason insoles happened. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
it's there were a few things invented in this episode, and one of them I feel he invents aerobics. Does he invent aerobics, or does he invent sweating to the oldies? <laughs> and they didn't want to pay uh, Richard Simmons for it because he puts on La Bamba. He they start doing aerobics, which existed, like aerobics existed. Like, why didn't he say jazzercise or sweating to the oldies? But the best part about the scene not was was not Sam looking like a goofball in football uniform dancing, but was Al in the background, like doing God knows what, like yep. twirling around. Wearing uh, his striped tie, green polka dot vest, weird pattern shirt, and pleated green pants. Then there was the coach who was like, hey, kid, you're acting like a queer. Do laps. <laughs> you know? Give me 25. <laughs> Uh, also, it should be noted that the bad guy in this episode bets on only on high school sports. I and, and it's and not it's not Texas, so there isn't a Friday Night <laughs> Lights like thing LA, going. Yeah, uh, he he shows up in the locker room at one point, and the the boy is just like he does not ask him what are you doing in here. Yeah, like how did how did he get in there in the first place? Do you have a visitors pass? Uh, and then the the other thing and that's they invented fight. they fight in this. yeah they fist fight and then the coach runs in he's like what are you doing in here? I can't tell if Quantum Leap itself invented these things or if they say the lady invented them in the sixties. Did Quantum Leap invent food trucks? Uh, uh, I think so. Yeah, because they're talking about all the successful taco trucks in like the eighties. Now, also that might just be an L.A. Uh, cultural thing that sixties. Mm. That's possible. In the sixties, I bet you there were uh, taco trucks in the sixties. Um, but so, yeah. but Ziggy doesn't know what uh, what Sam's supposed to do. But apparently, he knows that the taco truck business is going to go booming. Yeah. Well, but they <laughs> millions of dollars. They of eventually do figure out that like he's got to you know keep him from throwing the game. But they don't know why he's going to throw the game because they like they didn't know about this eight hundred dollars. Right. I guess it's off the books. Yeah. yeah. And then the 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 the, guy, the whatever the landlord just keeps waffling on whether he wants to extract rent in form of rape dollars or, you know, like hey, I'm going to come here and touch your cheek, real creepy. <laughs> and in the end, he doesn't get his money either. It's just I'm, like the the father of of Sam is just like. Hey Celia, let's get married. She's like, like, "Cool, I love you." Like she gets out to call INS. They're like, "But if he gets married, she gets Sam, married." Then it's Sam fine. says to the other kid guy, "He's like, uh, my dad could sleep with your mom." No, <laughs> and he's just like, "Hey, now you don't you don't say that." And then you the can't dad, say that about my mom. He's like, you, "I could say that if she's if, my mom, if I'm your brother." He's like, and he's like, "No, no, no, wait!" And the dad's like, "No, I would, I, I'd do it." They're like, I don't know what the problem is here. <laughs> God. She's like so bad. She's thirty and he's eighteen. <laughs> no, no, but like, the, there's some uncomfortable truths about this relationship. The weirdest part of the whole episode was when uh, kind of the initial the landlord comes is like, "Hey, I'm you know, there's other ways you could pay me." And then the son walks in, and then he's like. All right, you're gonna either pay me one way or another, and the yeah. son's like, "What's that about?" And she's like, "Shirts." shirts. <laughs> he wants me to show. I'm gonna pay someone. him in shirts. <laughs> he loves my shirt. And then he's like, "Oh, okay, that's fine." That All right, that sense. is way too much time spent on this piece of shit episode. <laughs> it ends with the rerun leap. Uh, uh, the co- the color of truth. Tr- color of truth number three. And then uh, follow episode episode uh, September twenty sixth, nineteen seventy three. Oh, I forgot. Uh, nothing has happened on either of these dates. We looked it up. Um, no. Uh, but Al does mention Super Bowl thirty. Yes. And, uh, was it... Is he watching it in present day? Because it was definitely not Super Bowl thirty in 1973. No, no. I googled uh, like a couple Super of years Bowl. ago. No, we just, no. We just hit 50. Yeah. It was, it was like, yeah. It's like <laughs> 20 years ago. Timing is right. 
But he, but but the Steelers were in it, so I yeah I didn't I didn't do any kind. So of So Sam uh, leaps into an FBI agent who is pro- uh, protecting a woman who was a witness in a uh, mafioso case or something like that, and immediately <laughs> an attempt is made on their life where a dude is just waving an Uzi outside of a car, and he fills this car with about ten million bullets. I counted. They missed. <laughs> In the middle of the broad daylight, in the middle of a suburban neighborhood. I, I do <laughs> love when he, he like wrecks the car and then basically gives a bunch of houses a good spraying of the Uzi. They just all, for, all, the, for like all the neighbors come out, and he's like, get back in your house. <laughs> and then he just shoots up the entire block. I didn't even know that that was the mafia guy until the end. <laughs> he didn't He didn't want to leave. I mean, he didn't get Sam or the lady. He didn't want to if, leave without if, getting somebody. But if only he had listened to his sidekick, who kept saying repeatedly, God doesn't want this woman to die. <laughs> The, the, uh, the sidekick is a secret uh, Project Quantum Leap member. Be like, yeah. listen, I don't, I don't know if you. He's like the, the other Al. He's like, I'm just telling you, maybe we shouldn't be doing this. Speaking of Al, he only wears like one outfit this episode, and it's his uh, his red hat pimp, pimp suit with the uh, white linen uh, <laughs> trench coat. It's it kind of looked like <laughs> somebody said, "Hey, this is too garish for." the production of Dick Tracy. Why don't we put it on Al? <laughs> Al would like this. These colors are too bright for this movie. <laughs> Give it to Quantum Leap. Also, this is the uh, the Baltimore episode. Uh, Baltimore is mentioned. Yeah, because the, uh, the lady who's a witness or whatever uh, is uh, apparently gets killed on her way to Baltimore. So Sam says, if, if, yeah. here's, here's what we're going to do. We're going to go hide out in my cabin in this, by the lake in this where fuck house pro- I Professor Lo Negro... <laughs> And I came up with string theory. Was it uncomfortable when a white guy walked in at the end? <laughs> His name is Lo Negro. <laughs> what a twist ending, though, because it's like, oh, the professor Lo Negro comes in, and it turns out that he winds up marrying the woman and that, that uh, he's shacking up with. And the entire episode is nothing but a romantic buddy buddy cop movie. So, okay, there's a Road lot. Of, trip. There's a lot I want to talk to uh, talk about at the, uh, at the end. But if this if this show had been written today, there would be a joke. Go to Baltimore. We're trying to keep her from getting killed. <laughs> oh, I, I, they they did not make that joke. Anyway, uh, so the end of the episode, um, the it turns out that the, the guy Sam leapt into leaped into mm-hmm. is a crooked FBI officer working mm-hmm, with mm-hmm. this small time mobster uh-huh, because yeah. that's you don't probable. find that out till later. No, 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 I'm talking about the end. You find yeah. this out at the end. Like so, the. Um, the mobster follows them up to the fuck shack. The, the mobster sprays this woman with bullets, and she just catches one in the she arm. Winged, he winged her. <laughs> oh, and every time she sees blood, she passes out. Yeah, yeah. Um, That's a good trope. Uh, so, it turns. So after Sam kills the mobster, is this uh, the first time he kills a person? He murders. He that fucking guy. unloaded a clip into this guy. Uh, he, well, the other thing too is that he's Sam. Has he ever killed anybody? Like as a scientist. No, Probably is this not. the first person he's ever killed? So maybe in the next episode he has he just feels really bad for killing this guy. Oh, no, yeah, he, he don't. He so she's memory. Period. He doesn't have to doesn't have to affect him. He do- oh, that's right. He doesn't remember previous leaps. What? Right. That's bull. So I, I know that there Wait. are other times that Sam kills people. Oh, okay, but he really but, killed- no, he didn't kill the. Um, remember when he was on the honeymoon and that lady yeah. and that lady's weird gun running husband uh-huh. was there? Like <laughs> I was a French gun runner. He in also the refused to have sex with her. God, Sam is like a pussy. He like abandons all of his morals this episode because he's like hit putting the moves on this woman that he's supposed to protect. He puts eight and- in this guy's bread basket. 
And the funniest part is like the guy dies and then his elderly sidekick is like, no, Nico, I told you. Was that his dad? I don't know. <laughs> and then he carries him off like a baby back to the car. And then, but like Sam's like has the gun pointed at the other guy and doesn't shoot him. And, and then, I was like, and I was like, wait, Sam's a cop. He's just gonna let him go. Oh, wait, never mind. He's on the payroll. Yeah. yeah just let him go. Yeah. And how does he explain any of it? So at the end, um, it was a big ending. It was big. So because at the it, end, it was canon. But there's a couple of different things that happened. Right. There's mythology involved. Yeah. There's a couple of different things that happened. The first is Sam's like, hey, listen, I'm going to come back. Like oh, he tells her that he's Sam. Right. And he's like, so listen, I'm going to leap out of here in a couple of minutes. Here's what's going to happen. The guy who's supposed to be like in my brain, he's going to come back uh-huh. and he might be pissed. Yeah. So I might try sh- to kill you. So here's a gun. So if it, <laughs> do you think he, she kills him? Or I don't what? know. No, 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 no. He goes to jail. Oh, right, right. To jail. Oh, well, and and the professor shows up. So it's not like. Oh, right. So and then so then the professor shows up and she ends up falling in love with that professor somehow. Somehow. But. But also at the same time, <laughs> he the professor. The professor. <laughs> the profe- he, Sam goes, professor. It, it worked. Theory worked. It's me, Sam Beckett, and, <laughs> and leaps. Do you think this quantum physicist figured out that it was Sam Beckett? No, never. Um, he just never figured it out. Because <laughs> I would have thought if okay, because wasn't I his friend Sam Beckett just uh, in that cabin like last summer? Didn't they come up with that? Right. Summer if I were the quantum physicist in 1999, I would have been like. Oh, yeah, there was that one time I showed up and that random FBI agent said that he was Sam Bet and then went catatonic for a moment. Or, or like, <laughs> he spent his entire life trying to figure out who it was and drove him insane. <laughs> and then but, he never invented string theory. Well, that's how him and the wife got together, because they were like, what the hell was that? And then they fell in love. No, nah, she's a lawyer. Yeah, she, she passed the bar and immediately became a senior partner. That <sighs> doesn't happen. Anyway, yeah, that's it. Pretty inconsequential episodes. Then, uh, well, the finale is great because it's uh, the, oh, num- yes. the number two most uh, ridiculous. Oh boy, on in the show. If if we're listing number one as Jimmy as oh boy, I'm retarded. Yeah. Then this is number two. Oh boy, I'm an Indian. But the the fu- the guy the the, the guy's uh, response is amazing. It could be worse. You could be a white man. Hey. Eh? Yeah. Amazing. The very wise Native American in the prison cell with Sam. And that felt like a very modern line. Like I was like, oh, that's that that's yeah, the way yeah. that could would be handled today. You could be a cisgendered white male, eh? <laughs> you could be Republican. <laughs> oh Sick burn. Oh, shots fired. Hey. Political. You know what? We did it. Nineteen minutes and fifteen seconds, you guys. Uh, highly entertaining episode for a couple of episodes that, that were, were not shit balls. And were... can can we success can we say that it's kind of neutral whether or not Ziggy gets it wrong because I feel like in neither episode I don't think Ziggy clearly... really said much. It wasn't yeah. like there's an 87% chance that you're here to save this woman's well, life. Well, no, he kept moving the goalposts in <laughs> yeah. in her charm. Also, that was stupid. I got this lawyer charm, but it has nothing to do with my life. And that woman was a complete bitch. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. real mean. Total bitch. Real mean. But, like, Ziggy was like, oh, you got to save her by 418 this morning. Uh, nope, you changed history. Fuck you. It's now going to be later on and later on and Sam, later Sam on. Sam always is changing history and having drama. It's like, oh, you got to kill Nick. And it wasn't just kill Nick, too. Like This is the first time that God has basically said you need to kill someone. It, you, yes, and then it wasn't until after he met the professor and said, hey, string theory worked. String <laughs> so theory. So really, that's, that's really... The, Wait, the, Sam invented string theory? <laughs> yeah. Sam actually invented string cheese. Ooh. 
But but I think he also invented the term awesome. That's what he had to do. <laughs> he had to meet the professor and say, and "Hey, it worked." The thing that you thought about, like you got to work on it. Yeah, well, in then, 1999, we have a glowing mountain and a very high tech facility that the government is somehow funding. Uh, it worked, buddy. Yeah. And that's it. And then oh, in the speaking of, we're, we are we are getting closer and closer to the good intro. It's now it's a good la- intro. It's a lady now. Yes, uh, that and, one episode with the dude that was a terrible, hate it, hate it. terrible. And now it's just, but it's very talky. A lot of extra words, like sure. you know, leading to, leading a team out into the desert. You know, I don't need that shit. Like <laughs> theorizing one could time travel with his own within his own lifetime. Doctor Sam Beckett stepped into the quantum leap accelerator and vanished. That's right, and we are done. Thank you very much for listening to episode, I forget the number, of Ziggy Gets It Wrong. A Quantumly Podcast. Yeah, on the CTV Presents channel. If you like this and our other content, please, for the love of God, send us a buck on Venmo, at City That Breeds. Or, or give us a, a, a five-star review. That's free. You don't even have to say nice words. Just make sure it's five. Just hit a fucking button, you lazy motherfucker. No, no, say fu- give, say fu- give us five stars and then say something mean. I don't mind. Ziggy gets it wrong. Sucks dick. I'm fat. Brian's fat. I smell. Brian smells. I didn't shower this morning. <laughs> Neither did I. Neither did but I. Solidarity. It's snowing in Baltimore, so. <laughs> Quit dating the, the material. One, one of those days. But but, be, but what you don't realize that due to climate change, it's still snowing. And like, All right. Have a great day. Better. Robert.